The baseball team lost its fourth in a row last night, and I got to tell you, just get all the bad luck out of the way. It's just uncanny how many great catches are being made against the Bulls, and you'll hear me very casually call one in this game because we're just getting so darn used to it. And hopefully in Clearwater is a change of scenery and, of course, a refresher of what happened last year, and they'll have to load up for that because there's a decent chance in fact, a better-than-even chance that they're going to be the last-place team and having to play first-place East Carolina. Oh, with that in mind, the, of course, starting pitchers for the Bulls to begin series, it's alternated lately between Brad Lord and Ethan Brown. Lord, no wins in conference play. Brown has a few, but is he the guy to start off a conference tournament in a pretty important situation? Well, with Orion Kirkring not pitching in Greenville last weekend, he got the start last night, and Maybe gearing up for something else. Here's what Billy Mole told me before the game. You know, obviously we're going to start Kirkering tonight. We're probably going to let him go, possibly set him up to start game one of the tournament next week, Tuesday. Uh, and then everybody else is just going to, we're going to piece it together and keep everybody, try to keep everybody as fresh as possible heading into next week. So yes, the Bulls are trying to win these games, but keeping the pitching sort of tapered down and at some point maybe at the expense of a win, Last night, they were going to see if Orion Kirkring can give them four. And I'll tell you what, Stetson was ready. His fastball was being utilized a lot more, and he was delivering it over the middle. You understand the approach. The Stetson Hatters only came into the game hitting 27 homers all year. They had issues driving in runs against the Bulls. They didn't have issues getting guys on base. And so a team that's been struggling at the plate in general. In fact, the Hatters, 205 batting average in conference play. And as we said, uh, talked about on the broadcast, you can hear it in full detail. They are trying to get into the conference tournament. And last night was, even though not a win that could help them with their conference standing, could certainly help them in the RPI because that is what the Atlantic Sun is going to use to determine the last two teams for their conference tournament. And they can only get the last spot. And they came into last night 11 spots in the RPI ahead of UNF. In other words, a midweek game that was way more important for the opponent than it was for the Bulls, not to say, again, that they weren't trying to win. Well, the win, updated, moved Stetson up eight spots to 137. That was a major win for them last night because UNF didn't play and stayed at 156. In other words, last night's win, unless Stetson gets swept this weekend, probably put them into the A-Sun tournament. And if you didn't hear me talk about their format, it's like the American except not. The American will have two groups of four, and it's a double elimination on both sides, and then the winners of each group play in the conference championship. Well, you're going to have two groups of four in the A-Sun, the top four teams in one pool, the fifth through eighth teams in the next, Except here's the difference. Yeah, you have the best four teams in one pool. Is that fair? Well, three of those four will advance. Only the last place team after a round robin play will be done. And then in the pool with the four weaker teams, only the winner will advance. Well, right now Stetson looks like it could advance. And their pitching last night was a pretty good indication. Outside of their going 1-11 and just getting drilled by FGCU and Kennesaw State, in those 12 games, their team ERA was 11. Against everybody else... Everybody else on their schedule, which includes wins against Florida State and Miami, their ERA is 3-2. And the kid who shut out Florida State among six inning, across six innings was getting his third start last night and was darn good. Now, the Bulls were able to hit Austin Amaral, and a lot of stuff got caught at the wall. They only struck out two times, but he has low 90s fastball, and he went eight innings last night. The Bulls were definitely starting to solve him, but he had a nice cushion to work with. Thanks to Orion Kirkring, again, getting a little bit too much over the plate. 
right away a leadoff triple and an RBI single for Stetson had them on top. They would add a run in the second inning. Actually fortunate to only give up one run in that second frame was Kirkring. And speaking of Kirkring, a lot of scouts there last night, and he showed off some impressive stuff. But again, when he was getting too much to the plate, they were hitting it. Seven hits against him, four runs across the first four innings. Bulls did have a chance with runners on second and third when it was 2-0 in the bottom of the third. And Nick Gonzalez, who's been their hottest hitter of late, grounds out. Oh, speaking of the third inning, since I put it on Twitter, Stetson was all jacked up about their spectacular catch. But as you can tell, I'm officially tired of that happening against the Bulls. Mayo drills that ball, but the center fielder has a beat on it. It's going to come in and, of course, make a diving catch. I mean, that was a catch that I'd normally be yelling and screaming about, but it's just become commonplace. Cam Hill, another great play. Now, in the bottom of the fifth, the solution for great running catches, and sometimes I predict stuff. And not to say he needs to go up there swinging for the fences every time because he's started to mix in some off-speed, uh, other-way stuff on lines, one and one Takes a change up low. Nice eye by Jackson. But especially on a night where the wind is blowing straight out to right, you'd love to see him deposit one. Tried to there on a change, but was not a pitch to swing at, low on the zone, and it's two and two. Four nothing for the visitors from the land. Two and two. Oh, there it is. I mean, that ball is driven deep to right field on cue. Whoa, over the scoreboard. I guess he heard me. That ball was pummeled. That's a South Florida ball. I mean, no doubt. That's the way you don't have incredible catches made by the other team. You hit the ball a good solid 440 feet. First As Jackson Mayo just did. Guy that can definitely do it is Bobby Bozer. And you know he's going to want to make up for that defensive gaffe, even though it did cost the Bulls. And he takes one to right field, and that could do the trick. Traficante going back on it, and that's out of here! Bobby Bozer goes the other way. Where the wind is taking the ball, that is extremely impressive, and it's a 4-2 game. However, Stetson answers right away as Kyle Ball, who had never hit two homers in a season, jacks one out against Joe Sanchez. Hunter Mink comes on to get the last out, keep it a 5-2 game. Bulls, again, hitting the ball hard. Daniel can two doubles, but in the bottom of the sixth alone, they crushed the ball three times, but only one landed outside of a hatter's glove. Then Mink, a solid top of the seventh with two strikeouts. More hard hit balls to no avail in the bottom of the seventh. And then Stetson extends its lead, and sometimes you just have to give it up to the other team, as we did here. So it hit him on the foot, but I guess on the swing, and they're just going to pop his shoulder back into place. Boy, yeah, that guy is tough. That guy is tough. <laughs> He's just letting him do it. He is letting him do it. Separated shoulder, and I guess on the swing, because it was a pretty violent swing, he's been dealing with. And he takes a pretty good swing. Now, again, it's his non-throwing shoulder, his non-power shoulder, if you will. But, yeah, March 25th, so we're in the middle of May now. He is tough. <laughs> And he drills that ball to right field. And that is out of here. Wow. Wow. He is impressive. That is really, really something. you got to give it up for Andrew Australia. And then he goes deep. 
Wow. <laughs> and the score is 6-2. to two. Yeah, that was pretty incredible. And on an injury note, Nelson Rivera had to leave the game, took a slider that bounced up and caught him in the chin. We hope he's going to be okay. Might have gotten in the throat area. We'll try and get that confirmed as far as if he'll be out. And, of course, we'll talk to Billy Mull tomorrow. With all that was going on and the Bulls grounding into a double play right when they looked like they had Amaral on the ropes in the bottom of the eighth, we said he only struck out two. Well, his only two walks are in the eighth, and Carmine Lane hits to a 6-4-3. Figured it was over then. But speaking of only walks, in comes a man who doesn't walk many. He was giving up hits and walks, and the Bulls were rallying. Redshirt Jr. out of Pembroke Pines. Guys are whipping a fastball, and Cantu has worked the count full. <laughs> Guess what? 56 strikeouts, three walks. You better be swinging here. And he is, and that one should not get caught. It's going to go to the wall. Daniel Cantu's about to have his second double of the night. So, knew that a fastball was coming and hammered it. Now Jackson Mayo, change up. I think he checked his swing. He did. They appealed to third base. That was a change up, and it was way high out of the zone. Nice First job by Jackson. To Rosenblum. Oh, a slider, and that's golf into the gap. That is going to bring home Cantu, and there's a chance they could send Mayo. It's deep at the wall. Bo Durkak's waving him around. There's going to be a play, but he's safe, and it's a 6-4 ball game. Ben Rosenblum's second double, so two bulls with two doubles, and the man who has a home run and almost hit one his last at bat comes up in the form of the tying run. One out, Bobby Bozer, who homered earlier. That win, not so much a factor. I think he wants to pull one now. That's the way he's lining up here. Three and two with one away. Here's the pitch, and he takes the ball low. And that's gonna be it for Danny Garcia. So just one out and two on, and a guy comes in who's been their starter, their Friday night guy, but his last Friday night gave up nine runs in one plus, Nick Durgan. And so they want to give him a chance to wipe those memories out, and he did. Struck out Marcus Brodell and then got a ground out by Nick Gonzalez. So the Bulls fall, even though it was good to see guys like Rosenblum and Cantu put together some fantastic at-bats. Cantu ended up with three hits, but the Bulls fall 6-4. to four. Tomorrow, it's Wichita State. You've been listening to Bulls Beat on Unlimited Unloaded.